What's up, Water Hockey fans? The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is also giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So how do you get in on this? It's real easy. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Just bet $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions always apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now, back to the show. Hit the music. Nice. Welcome back. It's episode 56 of Water Hockey. Sometimes I'm going to tell you what number episode we're on. Sometimes I'm not. This week I am. We are part of the Hockey Podcast Network, brought to you by DraftKings. As you heard, you know the drill. Head over to DraftKings and use promo code THPN to get in on all of the action today. We have so much to talk about in the world of Texas hockey at the highest levels. But first, some delightful formalities. My name is Fink. I am always joined by Patrick and Jason. Boys, there's so much to talk about on and off the ice. But first and foremost, Patrick, kicking it over to you. How was your weekend? Man, we did not do anything. That sounds amazing. Well, we were we've been quarantining. Teening. I don't know if there's a quarantining. Teening. Yeah, like like Tina. Quarantining. Quarantining. But we've been doing that. Um, Got the vid. Took two years, but finally caught up to us. But feeling, uh, I don't sound great, but feeling better now. Just have some, uh, it just feels like residual allergies, which very well could be, you know, that mountain cedar I'm told is still high. It is high. The uh, pollen and. Yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> dandelion. It's always high. Big shout out to Delcus. Yeah. So we were quarantining. Did a uh, pickup order of a few grocery items, and Steve and I had a pie bake off. Oh, yes. Yeah, saw some uh, pictures I did of that. see these yeah, pictures. Yeah, yes. yeah. Didn't uh, those look tell, tell me more. Yeah. The mixed berries look good? pretty solid. Yeah. So Steve went the um, went the pre made route and bought the pie crust mm-hmm. and made a just mm-hmm. a standard blueberry pie. Mm-hmm. It was good. Needed a little. Uh, it was our first pie attempt ever, so it needed a little work. And then I tried the next day and did a mixed berry pie, 
with homemade crust, and it was pretty damn good. I'm going to go have phenomenal. some after we get done recording here, but... Ooh. Did you get the ice cream to boot with it? She... Yeah. Okay. She ordered the Blue Briars Vanilla Bean. Oh, Briars. Mm. Eh, it's not the same, but, you know, that's all right. Okay. They're a uh, homemade vanilla. Mm. Chef's kiss. I mean, I you can't beat you can't beat Bluebell. Everybody knows it. Yeah, it's but worth yeah. what it does to me later. <laughs> but yeah, I have a I'm lactose uh, intolerant, not not lactose allergic. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that was fun. Um, other than that, really not doing anything. Going to get tattoos done Thursday. Ooh, consider me peanut butter jelly. Yeah, it's uh, hoping to get my forearm finished out. It's kind of fun. I never really know what we're going to do until I get there. Okay. So we have the design and I show up and he says, we're going to try and get through this much today. And I say, okay. And then I sit there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all going to get done eventually. I don't really care where we start or where we finish. I am going to have to go in the ditch, though. So that's going to be super fun. Ooh, nice and chicken tendy down there. Really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's enough about me. My weekend was, that was a lot for a not fun, not exciting weekend. <laughs> hey, people enjoy about, people enjoy hearing about you, so. Makes me feel good inside. Yeah, that's what matters. Wait, okay, so you said the ditch? That's what you that's said? The, uh... It's the inside of your elbow. Oh, in here, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that's what that's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It resembles a ditch, some would say. Some people also call it the pit, I believe. I guess it just uh, depends on who you are. But Learning it's not It's things. not fun. We uh, we did a little bit in there last time, and it hurts like shit. Really? Yeah, it's Ooh. not pleasant at all. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm looking... Okay, so this arm... I like... I think I've showed you some... Showed you all some designs. Like, I want, like, a octopus and jellyfish like underwater kind of thing going right so we'll see how that goes i didn't yeah. want to go below my elbow so we'll i just hear under the sea oh you have to get sebastian of course <laughs> i'll get some crabs on there you should probably that's that's a drop that's a drop <laughs> what are we ever going to use all these drops i love it though. i don't know we got to get so, someone donate a soundboard to us thanks uh as you guys have heard, that's Jason. Jason and I ran into each other this weekend. I'll let him uh, tell everyone a little bit more about his weekend as we were on separate rinks. But uh, it's a good weekend for us on the ice. Yeah, we weren't too far apart from each other. Uh, missed each other on the ice by a couple, by like an hour or so. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyways, scored uh, the second tally of the game mm-hmm. uh, on Friday night against SEAL Team Dicks. <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to keep this PG. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we don't. But anyways... Uh, yeah, lost to or beat still team sticks in a shootout. Uh, but yeah, other than that, great weekend. Great weekend. It was kind of cold and rainy on Saturday and Sunday, so we didn't really do too much. I should have raked the leaves, but again, it was cold and rainy and I didn't want to be outside. So that's fair. I think it's it was a Seattle. Yeah, I think you're excused. I think you're excused. Yeah. Um, yeah, big shout out to the L Pylons uh, and the Puppers. Um, for for those that play or know of the the Richard the Richardson uh, Star Center, or Children's Center, whatever it's called, Dr Pepper, iTech. I mean, it's been like sixteen different rinks. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, Puppers hooked it up. Uh, I mean, the El Pylons came out with a with a huge win, um, but Puppers uh, won the night because they uh, they busted out the the Blackstone and uh, had a great cookout afterwards. So huge shout out to all of them. Um, I tried the new spicy nice. ketchup this weekend, boys. It's uh, it's the real deal, real deal McCoy. I don't know what it is about those peppers, but they're a little more smoky, um, Ooh, packed okay. full of flavor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have not tried it, um, I recommend searching high and low. The new spicy ketchup comes in white packaging. Spicy batch ketchup number two. I will say, I tried to go to Whataburger yesterday morning, and mm-hmm. my Whataburger was out of basically everything. No eggs. I tried to go for breakfast, so Ooh. they were out of everything. So it was a... Uh... Must, uh, must have been a busy weekend for a lot, going to the, uh, you know... Late night water, ho- water hockey. Look at me. <laughs> this is true. Water burger. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Buffalo chicken tender sandwich is back. I feel like we do talk enough about hockey on here because it's in the name, but we don't talk enough about water burger. Um, we we're contractually obligated. To we are, con- one, we are yeah, contractually obligated at least. Uh, that being said, yeah, Buffalo chicken tender sandwich is back. It's amazing. Um, one of our one of our buddies, our friends of the show, uh, Jesse Mitchin. Uh, who now plays for the ECHL Kansas City Mavericks. Um, because of that, I've been following the Kansas City Mavericks on Instagram, and uh, we'll be posting about this on our socials. But over the weekend, I guess they had a Whataburger night in Kansas City, and they had a mascot, a Whataburger mascot. Oh, my God, who, that's what that was? Yeah, what I can only describe as nightmare fuel. It's like uh, if you remember, this is for for yeah, some of our no, older was... listeners, like a thirty five, thirty four, and up. Patrick, I don't know if you remember this, but was it was it McDonald's who had the mascot whose head was the moon, and it was one of the most mortifying mascots. It was like their late night mascot, and he was basically the shape of the moon was his head. He was wearing sunglasses. It was one of the that scariest. Sounds, things. That sounds right. Let's it's, see. It's gonna, yeah, McDonald's moon here. It was McDonald. Yeah, it was McDonald's, right? It was make it Mac tonight breakfast tomorrow, and it is easily one of the most mortifying things I've ever seen. But this Whataburger mascot, by God, he was it right there the cake, next man. to him. He takes the cake. Burger this King. is was it Burger King? Yeah. Are you sure about that? His name's Mac tonight. He's a McDonald's mascot. He's a fictional character. Mm, this doesn't look like what I was thinking, though. Either way, if we'll have to tweet the picture now. Yeah, like, yeah, we're gonna tweet without context, like on our Twitter right now and Instagram. <laughs> no context, no hashies, and then when people have to go back to reference the episode. <laughs> this is I'm doing. You, you've, you've, you've absolutely. I'm calling your bluff. It is now on our Twitter. Uh, zero seconds ago, Mac tonight. Um, people yeah. are going to be so confused until they listen to this. Yeah, the cover of this episode is probably going to be John Klingberg, maybe, yep. or Joe Pavelski since he was named to the All Star team, which we'll get into, or just the Waterburger mascot guy, Nightmare Fuel by Waterburger. Since <laughs> a good, terrible cologne. Uh, but for a great weekend. Uh, another solid weekend for the All Americans. Uh, they split the weekend series against the Tulsa Oilers. 
Uh, super dope original name too. The Oilers never heard that one before. Winning Saturday night's uh, game six to three and losing Sunday night's tilt four to two. Uh, Spencer Aschuk, co-captain, is currently on a five-game win streak and a loss on Sunday aside. This team seems to be in a good spot with some decent momentum building. Uh, the downside with the Americans is they are currently six out of seven teams in the Mountain Division, but the upside is they have only played 26 games, which is the least amount of all of the Mountain Division teams so far due to, obviously, COVID-19 cancellations and postponements. Uh, so there's plenty of time to turn it around and gain some ground. I know there's going to be a couple of signings coming up. So, yeah, I mean, the Allen Americans, we preach it almost every single week. It's the best ticket in town for hockey in North Texas right now. Not taking anything away from the Dallas Stars because, obviously, we will be at all of the Stars games that we can. Um, but you can literally go to an Americans game for the price of what it takes to park at the American Airlines Center if you don't know what you're That's doing. That's the cool part. That is the cool part. You can literally just drive out to the Credit Union of Texas Event Center. It's in the north. You do the math. And, <laughs> and you can park anywhere for free. Tickets are usually around 20 with fees. We're looking at $24, $25 a ticket. There is not a bad seat in that free arena. Parking. Free parking. There are restaurants right around. They have $2 beers. Coors Original up until puck drop. Uh, depending on the game, it's usually up until puck drop. So I would say from 5 to 7, give or take. But, uh, yeah, Americans have a couple of games coming up this weekend. Uh, we always release on Thursday, so by the time this comes out, they will have played their game on Wednesday. So hopefully they take that one. That is at the Credit Union Events North Texas Center of Events in Allen. Credit Union of Texas Arena. <laughs> yes. No, it's not Arena. I've... It's Credit Union Event. Credit Union. Credit Union, Credit Union of, of Texas, Texas Event Arena. Center. Yeah, there it is. Ah, by Americans. Um, yeah. It's all in jest. <laughs> yeah. No, we appreciate everything they do uh, on no. a regular basis because they pump our tires, and uh, we love it. We love that. I have, I have vowed to uh, stop doing the North Texas bit now. All right. Do you so, have Jason's word? I've tried my best. I'm going to try my best to stop. Yeah. Pretty soon... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, Jason's gonna gonna go from saying that to uh, selling his farts in jars. Uh, Make it two hundred k, baby. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but we are a hockey podcast focusing on North Texas hockey at the highest levels. So, holy shit, what a weekend it was for Dallas Stars fans! Starting last Thursday, uh, when the Florida Panthers came to town, healthy, hot. I mean, the Panthers are easily one of the top teams in the NHL right now. Um, just just ask Kodak Black. You know, they <laughs> absolutely are killing it. Dude. Um, but it – What the, the fuck, man? The Stars came out guns hot. And playoff – not playoffs. Faceoffs aside, it was one of the most solid performances all around. Um, obviously, they gave up five goals, ended up winning – in a shootout, thanks to uh, Joe Pavelski and Jason Robertson and Braden Holtby, who is absolutely stellar between the pipes. Uh, they took that momentum into the weekend and snapped a 10-game win streak that the Pittsburgh Penguins had going into Saturday's 1 p.m. puck drop, which 
that alone pissed me off that the Stars had back-to-back weekend 1 p.m. puck drops. Can, can I say I wasn't too upset at it. I got to watch the entirety of the game uh, just because, like, typically, like, 1 p.m. is, like, bedtime. So Ooh. for the kiddo, and I could just sit there uninterrupted and watch it. Like, it would have been cool to watch it with him, and I did, like, the first period. Like for like half the first, and then I'm like, all right, hey man, it's nap time now. Let's get the fuck to bed. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> I got to finish watching nice. the game. So I, I thought it was pretty cool. Wouldn't have been been bad to take like the kiddo to like a matinee or something like that. No, that's good. Out to one okay. of the games. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. that I I respect that. That's is that a matinee? Is that with the the? Is it, or is that before noon? I no, I think matinee is man- early afternoon. I believe they're okay. called manatees. <laughs> manatees uh <laughs> yeah Fire, firing on all cylinders today boys yeah we're feeling it we got the giggly bits but yeah it's uh it was back-to-back manatees at 1 p.m for the dallas stars uh before we get into what happened on sunday uh the absolute just atrocity by the nhl officials some some lighter news uh first and foremost joe pavelski is the lone dallas stars player that was named to an all-star team. There was literally nobody else uh, in within the division on the Dallas Stars that was selected. Um, that being said, it was weird because you go and you see the selections and you're like, why are they only selecting a couple of guys from each division? This doesn't feel like it could be a whole lineup. And that's when I remembered that the NHL shifted their all-star, what's the word I'm looking for? Breakdown, setup, however you want to say it. Uh, format there it is yeah format to have like a three-on-three tournament essentially uh circa nhl video games in the last couple years yeah they've been really pushing the three-on-three they have and and while i appreciate it to a certain degree it's really hard to not remember the full teams i mean you look at the nba play or the nba all-star game it's no defense the NHL All-Star games are not much different. I almost feel bad for the goalies because it's like, hey, congrats, you got voted into the All-Star team. Now go let 15 pucks buy you. And uh, you'll be the, the, the worst player on the ice, but you made the All-Star team because there's just, you know, you're trying not to get hurt. At, at the end of the day, that's really all you're trying to do is not get hurt. Should just be playing drop-in style. Yeah. I think I would much rather watch a drop-in game of like uh, East versus West kind of stuff. Like just meet in like a central location. Uh, and yeah, dude, just, just a bunch East of and West drop-in, man. No, yeah. no positions, like not even <laughs> like you got like, oh, Jesus. You got like Jamie Benn playing defense and stuff like that just because he was the last person off. He was drop, dropping back and playing D. He's like, all right, just kind of following here. That would be an interesting concept in general, not just for like the drop in, but for the all star game, if they did alternate position playing. Yeah. If you're a forward, you can only play defense. If you're defense, you can only play forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. a center, mm-hmm. you can only play goalie. Oh, okay. Uh, no. I like this. <laughs> no, hard pass there. Like, no, no, no. I, mean, I like it. Not. No, I just. Okay. So I. I did that once, like I think I've <laughs> said it many times on on this show. Humble, uh, humble brag. But yeah, like I've played goalie once, and it's not something you just you switch to. It's exactly just, that's why it'd be fun. 
It's not okay. like the goalie does I mean, anything in the All-Star game anyways. Like you true. said, you just go back there to get shelled. Just everybody sit and stay in butterfly. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you get any sort of elevation on it, just go in. <laughs> yeah. But that's, yeah, you have to score like that because you can't get it through the bottom. Like, we're going back to 70s stand-up goalie only. <laughs> so you have to kick it out. <laughs> they, and they have to wear those pads. <laughs> yes. And, like and the, the, yeah, and the Jason mask. Yes. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I broke my nose. Got hit in the face. <laughs> well, didn't actually bruise anything. I just got this giant piece of plastic stuck on my face even harder. Gary, we'll, Gary, we'll just take like half a half a percent of revenue for these ideas. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks yeah. in advance. And we'll give you some inserts for your shoes. Uh, <laughs> I said it. <laughs> I said it. But yeah, Joe Pavelski made the all-star team. It's going to be three on three. It'll probably be fun. Maybe we'll do like a live watch of the skills competition or something. I don't know. That seems like something we could do that uh, we could kind of introduce a couple watch alongs. Can we uh, hit up Northside and maybe we watch the all-star game and do a live recording? I love it. I ran into those guys over the last couple weekends. And uh, what's the all-star game? Yes. Might be the first weekend in February, question mark? Shit, I'm out. Like anybody could even know that. Sorry, it's February 5th, I'm out. I'm going to be Oh, in, I was right? Yeah. Yahtzee. I'm going to be in Killeen for a Youth Advisory Summit conference. Sorry. Ah, uh, crap. God damn it. <laughs> Got my hopes up for nothing. Those damn youths. Yeah. Okay, well, on that note, since there is sadness afoot, uh, if you did not watch the game on Sunday where the Stars took on the St. Louis We Can't Keep a Professional Football Team Blues, it can only be described as one of the most atrocious displays of officiating in the NHL or any professional sports level uh, in the history of forever. Amen. There was a penalty assessed to Miro Heiskanen after the Blues had gone up to tie or not gone up, but after the Blues had scored to even things at 1-1 overall with what? A minute? About about 54 seconds left. Yeah, so just under a minute. And Miro Heiskanen is called for high sticking? Was it high sticking? Slashing. And subsequently, the St. Louis Blues would go on to score again after the Stars had played one of their best road games to date, um, especially playing the teams of the likes of Florida on Thursday, traveling on Friday. I'm sorry, Florida on Thursday, off Friday, Pittsburgh on Saturday, traveling to St. Louis to play on Sunday. It... I mean, Star's Twitter had a meltdown, as 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 did we all. Uh, Rick Bonus was subsequently fined twenty five thousand dollars for taking Joe Pavelski's right handed stick. I only know that because he's like the only right handed player on the team. <laughs> but rightfully so, Bones. Rightfully is so, to that. Bones, in a rare fan favorite move, dare I say, would absolutely bonkers banana lands on the bench and he had every right to do so Miro Heiskanen said after the game I can't quote but it was along the lines of I know these officials have a very tough job to do uh, but looking back on it 
that felt like a missed call. I don't agree with it, but again, you have to respect the call on the ice. You want to talk about putting that so nicely, like saying, yeah, I, I really wanted bones to come out after the game and be like, yeah, they've really fucked that one up. Didn't they? Yeah. And just make that 25 grand just absolutely worth it. Is referee a fucking protected class according to the Canadian government or something? Why are they so immune to criticism? It's one thing if you make a, a call that's like questionable, like, yeah, maybe I could see it. Like the slash was very clearly a slash, which is fine. But your job, you have one job and that's to call the rules, call the game according to the rules that the NHL has laid out. And at this point, it's like, eh, maybe you can and 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 do. And other times it's like, oh, they're going to swallow their whistle. Playoff hockey. Let them play. It's tough hockey. Fuck that, dude. The rules are there for a reason. Yep. Call rules the fucking rules, penalties man. as they should be called. I mean, yeah, I mean, that really, it sums it up. Uh, looking back on the replay, I think what made it even more frustrating was just if you look at the replay, I can't remember who it was. Heiskanen was going down with on the slash shin shin was holding his stick. Yeah. Heiskanen's stick. And it was plain as day. And whether or not the zebra had a good vantage point of it, I understand that it looked like Shin's back was to him, so he might have been covering up the hold. But Miro reacted due to what Shin was doing. So that's, I think, what's even more frustrating. Actually, no, the most frustrating part is how the NHL social media team touted up and down how amazing it was that the Blues scored two goals in 48 seconds to win the game when they know full well that that was a blown call and that the blues just got really lucky on that last part of the game. Really lucky blues fans. They have got to know that was pure luck on their part. The NHL even cut the actual missed penalty out of the clip that they posted on Twitter. So they knew. I, I just, yeah, it's so bad. It's it's frustrating. It's because you you feel like the NHL officials are just not doing or not the NHL officials, but the NHL period is not doing what's best for the game and the players. I mean, that's a whole that's a rabbit hole. So two things. One, let's use some deductive reasoning as a referee. Miro is one of the best skaters on the ice, no matter who's out there. He skates with the best of them. He's not he doesn't just fall trying to get up like he's, you know, it's his third time on skates in his life. So one, deductive reasoning, he probably didn't just fall. Two, how are you going to call what you can, if you're going to swallow the whistle on that, you can tell that the slash is a frustration call or a frustration move from Miro because he felt like he was tripped or held down. And you're going to immediately call that. But you're not going to. Let yeah, and let play continue. I saw people were bitching about oh he played it with a broken stick, which I kind of get, but that's hard to know. Um, in a quick play like that, but dude, 
why is it always the Blues that we get fucked by? I swear, every time we play the Blues, we have to play six plus four. I've mentioned it multiple times. Matt Zuccarello tackled nowhere near the puck, about to score and fucking win the game against the Blues two years ago, three years ago. God fucking damn it, dude. (laughs) I wasn't going to do this because I texted y'all. I said I've never been this heated about a regular season loss. Yeah. One, it's because I hate the Blues so much and I hate their fans. I hate the city of St. Louis. Yeah. Blues fans are some of the fucking worst in any sport. They're so like they get so lucky all the time with these bullshit calls. And it's just like, oh, good, good win. Great game. That was an awesome win. Coming back down two. No, dude, it should have been 46 seconds in the other fucking zone with a four on four. And now you have to try and pull your goalie, assuming you win the face off and then win five on four. You didn't it. Lest we forget their douche knuckle of a goaltender. Yeah. Bennington can just choke on just the fattest of dicks. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is a lot. This is I'd a like lot to, more uh, it's, aggressive it's, it's, than I expected. We might have to no, put it's, the uh, parental consent logo. Yeah. I, I, you know <laughs> what? I was thinking about doing that the other day, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it just for us. That being said, I do want to say uh, NHL tweeted, uh, oh, hey there, at Kodak Black 1K. And then they deleted their tweet after Good what Christ. happened tonight. Uh, if Ooh. you're listening, this is a very adult-oriented episode of Wada Hockey. Uh, if you want to know what happened Man, to Kodak Black at the Florida, it. yeah, at the Florida Panthers game, by all means, check it out. It's on Twitter. It's hilarious. Guys, are you eighteen? Like, lean. yeah, <laughs> like question Man, it, of it. NHL is just absolutely killing it. Uh, but yeah, Patrick, I think uh, I think you've said what we all feel. Uh, it makes me so goddamn mad, dude. <laughs> And I'm whispering so that I try that I'm I'm really trying not to yell some more. But it makes me so goddamn mad. <laughs> well, I'll give you some. I'm gonna send you guys some uh, a tweet really quick from some, NHL gifts and some volume. Oh boy, cheer the mood up a little <laughs> bit. Uh, while while we're looking for the tweet that Jason's sending over to us, um. <laughs> It was uh, it was good, okay. It was overall a good weekend because it could have be been a lot that. worse. It's the yeah. Sabres puppy dog. Just it getting, is. A, oh my god! Getting his his, no, his number is a paw. That's so cute. See, <laughs> see, lightening the mood here. There we go. Sorry, switching it, switching it up. Right, well, Kodak let's lighten Black. the mood and bring it right back down. Uh, Dennis Karyanov and Brayden Holtby oh, have been yeah. placed on COVID protocol as of Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me find something January else to send to you guys. <laughs> this is a very wheels off episode we got going here, boys. We t- you know what? You say you say that, but this is probably the earliest I have done the run sheet and taken notes in a long yeah, time. A bit of uh, a bit of irony there. Yeah, so it's it's well worth the wheels coming off. Uh yeah, so after what felt like the entire nation of Finland uh, within the Stars organization uh including Jamie Ben uh god who who knows who else that was placed on the covid protocol uh now we're back in the the circle again uh and Dennis Garyanov and Braden Holpe are now on protocol but you know what that means 
our old friend with uh, almost a four-point uh, goals against average. Anton Hudobin might be coming back up to the Dallas Stars after a lackluster and not-too-thrilling stint with the Texas Stars. Uh, don't have the stats in front of me. Don't need him. Uh, he hasn't really won much down there. They haven't played a lot because of COVID because they've also been affected. Duh. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the goaltending situation with Hudobin. Obviously, thank the Lord that Ottinger is still healthy. Knock on wood. Uh, rub your lucky bunny's foot. Whatever you need to do to keep that luck going. Uh, but as it stands... It looks like Hudobin's going to be getting the call back up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, world keeps on spinning. Can't figure this shit out. So Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle, and I'm dancing with the stars. Uh, in what will <laughs> obviously stars. not... Ah, uh, double meaning. What will obviously not cause any, any drama or split between the people that listen to this show whatsoever. John Klingberg is in the news again. And this time, apparently, but maybe not, he's asking for a trade because he doesn't feel like, as a player, he's been appreciated. Patrick, I, I, going, I'm going to you first. How how does that make you feel? I have no idea where John Klingberg would get the idea that he is not appreciated by either the organization or the fans. No oh, idea where that would no come from. No stinking way. All I know like, is I this appreciated is, him. This is my shocked face. <sighs> it's, I don't know, man. It's frustrating to hear. I mean, I, I, I kind of understand where the stars are coming from because he probably wants stupid money. And I, <clears throat> I don't know that he's better than Miro personally, but he probably wants money that reflects that he is better because of bitch ass Seth Jones and his $9 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely oh, I mean, better than so, Seth Jones. So many eight for eight by eight or up deals. I mean, Seth Jones this, got what eight season. by nine and a half. Miro. Uh, yeah, I mean, Miro's eight point four, but that's that's a Miro, bargain. Yeah, Miro's deal looks like a steal. Right, especially this like this early in his career. Yeah, not because of what he is, but because of what he could be. I think right now mm-hmm. he's easily worth eight point four a year, but. In the future, he'll definitely be worth more than that. So, okay. kudos to the stars for yeah. locking that one up early. Just kind of spitballing here. Uh, oh boy, I love this. Throwing this out here because we're talking about how much of a steal we think Miro is right now. But like, technically, I mean, he's definitely proven himself to us. But can we sustain it? And so, like, maybe, you know, right now, okay, he's got a few more years on that deal. Let's say he kind of keeps the play up. But then, all right, we're going to finally give him that big contract to kind of reward him for it. But then naturally, like, don't most people kind of take that decline after you're like your fourth, fifth, sixth year in the league? You already start making that decline, and but you just got that big-ass contract. And so people are going to expect you to be performing at this level rather than seeing that contract as a reward for what you did in the years leading up to it, if that makes any sense whatsoever. So I think I – th- I don't think you're off base – but I think this is an interesting scenario with Miro because fans are already told how good he is, but I don't think he's appreciated overall as much as he probably should be, which is an interesting and usually don't see, you know, we're kind of 
Saad had mentioned that he expected a bridge contract of maybe a year or two and then the big deal afterwards, but they just bypassed that and went straight to the full contract. So it's an interesting scenario. It's an interesting conundrum, I guess you could say, where his value is both underappreciated in terms of his play and I think his play style translates well to a higher when he gets older because he's not going out and relying on physicality or body size the entire time. It's a lot of skill-based uh, skill based puck handling and positioning and just general hockey intelligence, which mm-hmm. it's already incredibly high, and that's one of those things that just gets better as you age and you have more experience, which is crazy to think about. So I think, long short, his contract is probably the best deal that the Stars probably could have gotten. I mean, yeah, I completely agree. He has a very uh, longevity-friendly style of play. Um, here's where I sympathize with Klingberg a little bit. And this is something that a lot of people have said. So if you've heard people say this, yes, it's probably because I read into it a little bit too much. But Miro Heiskanen aside, Essa Lindell at 27 now still has one, two, three, four years left at $5.8 million on his contract. Esselindel is not a household name. As it stands, out of all of the defensemen, Esselindel has 7.1% of the cap hit out of all defensemen, obviously Miro with the most. John Klingberg is behind that and is getting paid less. And who is right behind that? Who is signed just as long as Esselindel? Ryan fucking Suter. Ryan Suter. And I was just looking at that. His uh, 14 points on the air. It... I get the veteran presence. And I think this is something that all three of us agreed on at the very beginning. Is Suter for that long was a mistake. Suter for that much was a mistake. Essel and Dell for that much for that long. I don't know if it's a mistake. It's still kind of early. The guy eats minutes like it's a CC's buffet after smoking two doobies, but he doesn't do anything but eat minutes. He's a great defenseman. He's a top two in any pair, but does he really garner a $5.8 million a year contract? But he's also not going to be 40 years old at the end of it. Yeah, I, that's true. That's very true. It's just tough because Suter's got to produce. And to kind of mimic what Jason was saying with the decline, what if we just signed Suter the year after his decline has finished and he's are his his peak has completely diminished and he's only going to decline every season? I mean, he kind of fell off a cliff last year. Yeah. <clears throat> he went from... 48 points in 69 games. Nice. Very nice. Mm. 40 of those being assists and only a minus six on the year. Only 12 penalty minutes, which is pretty impressive. But you go to the next year, his age 35 season, which was weird with so much familiarity playing in your division. Um, 19 points in 56 games. Plus nine, 12 penalty minutes. And this year he is on pace to beat his points total 
but he has 14 points in 32 games and 10 penalty minutes at a minus two. Now, granted, 10 of his points are on the power play, so he is uh, he is contributing there. He's already almost doubled his points total on the power play from last year. Special teams wins game, man. Mm-hmm. Wins game. Yeah, and his shooting percentage is up above his career average for the most part. So, I don't know. It's, I don't know. So I don't know where I was going with that. Other no, than, in, a, in a roundabout way, I see where Klingberg is coming from because Klingberg is your third highest paid defenseman. Uh, but I get it. I get where he's coming from. He does what very few defensemen can do. And if you're listening to this going, ah, Klingberg turns the puck over at the blue line. Ah, Klingberg does this. In my opinion, the good outweighs the bad. Does he give up bad plays? Thank yes. you. Who doesn't? I agree. Who doesn't? Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, both of those two guys' careers are literally withering away in an organization that wants to sign Evander Kane because their GM wants to give guys a second chance. Yet, nobody talks about their mistakes. Yes, I get they put up hundreds of points. But everyone makes mistakes. It's up to the player to outweigh their mistakes with their successes. And I feel like there are more successes that I can think of than mistakes with Klingberg. I don't know what it is about this fan base that has just latched on to this sweet, sweet father that has fantastic hair. And when he has his dentures in, a beautiful smile. And then said, you know what? Screw this guy out of everyone. I'll call someone out right now that I thought was going to be better. Yanni Hockenball has done absolutely nothing to impress me thus far. He had the third most hits in the NHL last year before he came and signed with the Stars. We signed him to a three-year, $1.5 million a year deal. I don't see a lot of people trembling in fear when Yanni Hockenball comes on the ice. And I need to see that. This team continues to decline in grit season after season. But people want to call out John Klingberg, who is an alternate captain, along with Alexander Radulov, Tyler Sagan, and Jamie Benn, who are your captains, alternate captains, whole and complete. And I'm sorry, but out of all of those people, John Klingberg has been playing probably better, definitely, than Radulov. Most of the time... Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben. So you just got to look at the good. If you don't like him as a player, if you think that he's done things that have rubbed you the wrong way, I get it. I understand. But to call him out and say he's not a good asset to this team, I'll be damned if when he leaves, because let's be real, if he doesn't get traded, he's not going to resign here. We're not going to be able to afford him. Jason Robertson is a restricted free agent going into this offseason. So is Dennis Gary Onoff. Andre Sekera, he's not going to come back. Please, God. He's not coming back. Braden Holby. I mean, shit, now we might have to re-sign him. Yep. So, John Klingberg is probably not going to come back. But just think back to that, what was it, game six against the Nashville Predators? In the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs in the first round, who was the guy that scored that series-winning goal? That was John Klingberg. 
Hell, what was it? Thursday night against the Florida Panthers? Two or three of those goals were from John Klingberg or because of John Klingberg. Shooting from the blue line, which outside of Merrill Heiskanen, our guys don't do. He he just creates so many problems when he shoots off the blue line that are so difficult to adjust to as the defense. Because it's not like he's just throwing it at the net. Like He has a purpose to his shots when he's dragging the puck up along the top. I mean, he's he knows what he's doing, and that's one strength of his is he's able to find sticks in the front for deflections pretty often relative to a lot of other guys that try the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, and he's good at it. I do think Klingberg could be a big piece of a playoff push, as we've seen in the past, but I, I'm just really concerned that he's going to walk and the stars are going to get nothing in return. Yep. And I think if the fan base had just appreciated him just a little more and, (laughs) you know, maybe, okay, to, to take it to the office, if you will, to bring it back to the office, all, all, oh my gosh, what the hell is his name? The CFO, all David Walls had to do David was return his phone call, and then the Michael Scott Paper Company would have never have happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. All he had to do was mm-hmm. return his phone calls. All we had to do was appreciate Klingberg a little more. But you know what? He's fourth on the team in assists. And like you said, he doesn't necessarily score the goals, but he sure as hell helps out getting, getting them. And yeah. everybody looks at that stat, and they just shit on it. But it's an important stat. And people like myself, who get a lot of A's and a lot of games, I don't necessarily get the G's, but I get the A's, and that's what helps. Sometimes they go get, underappreciated. Sometimes getting the A is better. Sometimes mm-hmm. getting the A is better. F I and mean, A. Sometimes cotton. you prefer T's, but A's are just as great. F and A, Cotton. F and A. Because in the end, all that matters is the W. That's right. Facts. Facts. Now, F A X. I will facts. say. I will said say. It. I'm glad that you said that, Patrick, because while. I don't want to see Klingberg goal, goal go go. I want to see. I want to see Klingberg. I want to see Klingberg goal. goal. I like to see Klingberg goal. I mean, get the second one for the year. I don't want to (laughs) see. It's not about the A or the G. It's about the A. Sometimes. I I don't want to see Klingberg goal. I do know that if there was a way to get something for him leaving, if I'm the stars. First and foremost, I'm trading him to the other conference, Eastern. Yeah. Get away from the West because he will be a problem. Yeah. And I don't want to face him because that will break my heart because knowing this team, it will likely result in us getting eliminated from the playoffs or eliminated from playoff contention if he remains in the West. So while I don't want him to leave if it's going to happen i need jim nil to make up for the mistake that is the suitor contract so far by getting us some kind of bottom line offensive power that's not joel kiviranta there's nothing wrong with joel kiviranta but i think that we should not have re-signed him at this rate he has been nothing but disappointing to me and i get that he is a bottom line guy but if you're a bottom line producer on this team you need to do that You need to produce. And I want to see 
a package, bring someone back that has some offensive power that I can look at and go, okay, awesome. This is going to be perfect for us to put in the third or fourth line. You know, it's kind of a shit or get off the pot situation for Jim Neal. Um, but he is famous for liking where this team is at. So dude has liked where this team is at since he fucking got here. Yeah. And he's had some great years. He's had some great signings on paper. He's done a great job. I mean, you're two wins away from the Stanley Cup. You've gone to the playoffs a couple of times. There was a bit of a down, you know, downfall. But uh, it's just frustrating because I think this team needs to make another splash like a Zuccarello uh, along those lines. I I don't want to see I don't want to see a name that I'm not familiar with. I want to see a name that has some gravitas, some some pizzazz. Connor some, McDavid. You know what? Straight Ooh. up. OV. What can Ooh. we do to get his ass over here? Shit, even 47 year old OV. Jenny Malkin yeah. just came back today from being injured for God knows how long. I'll take a barely healthy Malkin. Throw him our way. Can we take like a 48 year old Yager? <laughs> You know, it's at a certain point with all the taxi squads possibly coming back or not, it's uh it could happen. It could happen. I mean shit, look totally at the, NBA. The, age. He's look 49. At the <laughs> Look at the NBA right now. Didn't Joe Johnson just come back after not playing for sixty two years? <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Something like Isaiah that. Thomas. Wait, he's I mean, okay shit, dude. He's about to be fifty. Who? Yager, he's about to be fifty next month. Yeah, month. and Claude Claude Giroux of the Philadelphia Flyers played in his one thousandth game. I believe it was yesterday, or the day before. Jeez. And Flyers, uh, well, NHL legend Yarmir Yager came on and said, "The good news is you've played in a thousand games. The bad news is if you want to catch me, you got to play in seven hundred more." That man is Andy Mal. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of sad because Yager said he, you know, he plays over in Russia still, I believe. Yeah. Oh yeah, and no, he uh, he's basically uh, said, "I want to stop playing, but if I don't play, then this team is not going to exist." Yeah, isn't it his dad's team? Uh, I don't know. It's the team president is Yager. Czech, Czech Republic, by the way. Yeah, he plays in Czech. Yeah. Uh. While you're looking into that, uh, I do have a small announcement. I feel like it's okay. We can cut this out if it's not okay. But uh, are we doing a new pre- pre-order for uh, Water Hockey jersey? Yeah, I don't gonna, see why not. Are we going to toss that on there? I mean, shoot, shoot, shoot buttons, guys. You know, shoot. sure. Why yeah. not? I mean, I have to. Let's I mean, do it. Let's get these hoodies in first, I think. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm on good authority that if we order the jerseys, they're going to come in when they say they're going to come in. Uh, Men's League Sweaters is a reliable source. I've seen them do fantastic work. Um, that being said, for those that voted, uh, the the top jersey won. Uh, so I think we're going to be going with the the straight W. It's a new look for us. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be... Just the W, no star behind it because the star is going to be on the bottom of the jersey. Uh, yeah, so exciting. Interesting. Uh, so it's a new look. So Yager is playing for his hometown. Yep. That's his hometown so he, team. He owns the town. 
Yeah, I mean, at that point in your career, you might as well, right? Yeah, you might as well. His but, 30th professional season. Unreal. Unreal. I mean, his playing career starts in 1990. I barely I, started as I a human. I was not even alive. I had just started as a human in 1987. Like, that's insane. <sighs> well, uh, career started in 88. <laughs> well, I will say with, with everything, I mean, it's been good just to get back down to the basics. We haven't talked Stars Hockey exclusively a lot. Over the last couple of months, one, because it just hasn't been happening. Uh, and two, because there really hasn't been a ton to talk about without Stars Hockey actually happening with all of the delays. Uh, and I feel like we might be in a little bit of a lull here pretty soon. Hopefully not, because we've got some makeup games that we need to uh, we need to uh, attest to in February. While some people should have been at the Olympics, the NHL will... Just keep on trucking. So that's all I've got, boys. Uh, Yarmir Yager, here's to you. I have one have more s- thing. Oh, boy. Buckle up. Uh, no, this is quick. Buckle up, Buckaroo. Hard no to Evander Kane for me. Yeah? I've been seeing that floated around. I think there's just okay. too much baggage. Liability there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be a no for me, dog. I'm gonna go but. out. I'm gonna go out and say it. Why not? Why not? We needed grit. He'll fight everybody. Show me some fisticuffs. Yeah, you know what? Hold on, man. The last person to get in the fight for the stars was Alexander Radulov, if I remember correctly, over the weekend. Ah, uh, that was a roughing. Doesn't count. Ay. Yeah, hold on. I'm, I can't. <laughs> then I can't remember one, it. I can't remember the last time. The Dallas Stars dropped the gloves. Because I do think I, that the spark is a lot, really the only thing we're missing. Like, uh, I mean, with uh, Radulov kind of being like in, in most of the referees, like cares, I guess Kane would be the same way. But at least you can like split it up. Like who's going to be the bad guy this time? And you have like two key players still like making those, uh, getting yeah. on people's nerves and poking the button. Poking the bear, if you will. We need some grit. Mm-hmm. We don't have it. Jamie Ben was that guy for a couple of years. I hear Sean Avery's been working out to make a comeback. See, I'll, I'll take Sean Avery at this Get point. Him Allen, I know a guy. We know mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. in Allen. Yeah, we, we know some people. I mean, shit. Trevor Daly's playing for the Florida Everblades in the ECHL. So, hell, let's do it, Sean. Yeah, you know, Sean Avery, give us a call. Or I'll, I'll pay for uh, actually I'll, just I'll, uh, I'll pay for let's a cameo. Get into his DMs. Yeah, we'll get into his DMs, uh, or I'll pay for a cameo. Yeah. Pay for I think a it's cameo. like sixty bucks, and uh, it's a steep. He's I've heard he's great. I've heard he's really good at him. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I I want him. I know it's gonna make people upset, but guess what? You're probably the same people that want to trade Kling- Klingberg. So how about that? That's fair. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to make my opinion known, but you know, completely fair, completely fair. I am just one piece of this uh, hockey triumvirate we have going here. Ooh, that was a good sentence. We need it. We need to figure out how to get drops. I don't mean the kind after Whataburger. Bing bong. 
I'll figure it out one way. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I it, you know, I could easily just cut them out and have them, but this uh this thing up here at the top on my side, it only goes so far. I need like the <clears throat> I need the board. Yeah, we need to make a board. We'll we'll, we'll get something going. Yeah, we'll figure I, it out. Save my bar bits of money. <laughs> <laughs> Got it saved still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Catholic, so that's well, I grew up Catholic. So that's weird. Uh anyway, that's uh that's all we've got. Oh, if you haven't gone and listened to last week's episode uh with Bill from Helios Hockey, uh make sure to do so. The guy's awesome. We've been keeping in touch all week. Um really excited to see what we can do together uh, as brands because the dude's awesome. I love what they've got going on with the Helios core. Um, I think it's some pretty awesome state of the art technology. So definitely keep an eye out on that. Check that out. Give it a listen. And uh, I'm ready to call this one a, an episode. So Patrick, I'm going to kick it over to you and, and we'll, we'll kick it a nickel or whatever. Yeah, you got a healthy dose Paul of it. Walker said. You got a healthy dose of it earlier. Just keep it rolling. Stay sassy. And y'all just uh, stay moist. Wet. And uh, don't ever for any reason, no matter what Evander Kane does, forget your current tattoos. Yeah.